Welcome. Let's join best-selling author Fred Kuhn as he interviews our next guest expert. Welcome, everybody. We are focusing on a continuing series on multi-generational workplace issues. We have a great guest today, Janice Holly Booth, who is the CEO and founder of Team Building Kit. One of the things about Janice that I like so much is that she also is a National Geographic author and solo adventure traveler when she's not busy running her team building kit workshops. So welcome to the show, Janice. Thanks, Fred. I'm really happy to be here. Good. We have such an interesting subject today, and I don't want to waste a lot of time. If you want to read Janice's bio, you can go to the guest biography section of our website, and it'll be there, and feel free to contact her at the information she provides. So, Janice, you have a program that focuses on communication tools for teams. And as I've gone through and talked to a number of people on the issue of managing multiple generations, the word communications continues to arise. You call what you do KIT. What does it mean, and how does it work for intergenerational teams? Well, the KIT itself, the K-I-T, stands for Knowledge, Insight, and Tools. So knowledge is about your own communication style and the strengths and weaknesses of that. Insight is about helping you learn how to recognize other communication styles, which is really important. And the cherry on the Sunday is tools for learning how to communicate effectively with everyone. And the kit focuses on four communication styles that have really easy to understand icons. So we have the warrior, and these people tend to be aggressive, tenacious, and they get things done. We have the mentors. These are the people people who value relationships above all else. We have the visionaries, and these are the big idea people, the dreamers. And then we have the thinkers, and and these are the folks who love to listen more than they like to talk. They like to process and analyze. And so as humans, we have all four styles within us. But we tend to have one go-to style as our default, and it's often not the most appropriate for the given situation. And why the kit works for intergenerational teams is that within any group, anywhere, there's one common denominator, no matter the age, and that's this. We are all people. We all want to do well. We want to work in an environment where we can bring our best and feel supported. We want to succeed, and we want to be appreciated and valued. And (laughs) I don't care how old or how young you are, these things are basic, and they're going to matter to you. And I'll just say on a personal note, I spent more than 20 years as a nonprofit CEO, and I managed teams where the age differences spanned 50 years in some cases. And I can tell you that poor communication or ineffective communication was always one of the biggest derailers. So having a very simple yet super effective set of tools for communicating better all the time is a really powerful way to help people work well together and begin to bridge those generational divides. I've got a similar situation in my own company where I have a tremendous differential between the youngest and the oldest person on the team. And it is interesting to watch and interact with the different styles. It's it's fascinating as a manager to work with that on a daily basis. 
So aren't there some major generational differences in the way people prefer to be communicated with or communicate? For example, face-to-face for boomers versus texting for millennials, phone calls versus emails, etc. This sometimes creates tension. How is that addressed in the workplace? Well, the kit takes a little bit different approach. So we've all heard about the golden rule, which is to treat others the way you'd want to be treated. But the kit champions the platinum rule, which is to treat others the way they want to be treated. And, (laughs) you know, the only problem with that is that we're not mind readers. So how do I know how Fred Kuhn wants to be treated? Well, if I know and understand Fred's communication personality style, and I've had the kit training, then I'm going to know that if Fred's a warrior, that Fred wants me to get to the point quickly without drama and without a lot of extraneous, unnecessary detail. And so because that's the way Fred wants to be treated, that's how I'm going to approach him. And if Fred is a thinker and he prefers information to be sent via email rather than a face-to-face encounter, then I'm going to type it up and hit send, even though my preference is to talk to him directly. And I know there are some people out there listening and they're just, they're thinking, oh, oh, it's too much work. It's too much work to try and remember. Can't we all just grow up and accept each other's? Yeah, there are a lot of people thinking that right now. I agree. Right. Yes. And I say, yes, that would be, that would be fantastic. But, you know, we see how well that attitude is serving us in the workforce currently. I mean, it's not serving us. We, there's a lot of finger pointing and blame and marginalizing. So expecting us all to just get along isn't going to work. It needs some help. And so here's the thing that my kit graduates can attest to. And this is, I think, just a a bonus of the kit is that once you learn how to identify and communicate well with each style, you really become unstoppable. Your relationships in all realms of your life improve. You no longer look at people and say, what's up with her? Or you may still say that, but if if you have the proper training you're able to marginalize those internal thoughts and deal with the external of how do I approach this individual? Oh, absolutely, Fred. So when you say what's up with her, you might be coming from a warrior perspective and you're sitting there at the, at the table and you're, you're saying, okay, this is what we need to do to solve this problem. But Mary over there, you're thinking, what's up with her? She's not saying anything. Why does she not ever bring anything of value to this conversation? Well, Mary's not saying anything because Mary is a thinker and she's hearing everything that everybody is saying. She is internally figuring out the problem, but she's not going to say anything until she feels she has worked out every possible permutation and has something of value to say. That's a very different approach than a warrior would take. But once you know that Mary is a thinker, you don't say anymore what's up with her. You say, you really, and you really do say this. Mary's thinking about it. I'm going to check in with her in a couple hours and see what she thinks. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. So treating people the way they want to be treated is not only deeply respectful of who they are, which is a real problem in, in um, intergenerational teams, but you 
learn how to become fluid. You become adept at reading people and reading situations, and you develop confidence in yourself that you can act and react appropriately in any situation. And I've seen that when you have a team that shares that that same kind of confidence in communicating, then no matter the age span, they are going to be much more productive than a team that stays focused on their differences. Well, let me play devil's advocate here for a minute. I mean, we all want to be one happy family, right? But the fact is, (laughs) it isn't that way. So can you ever overcome the communication obstacles that you're going to have? And how do you work toward that, quote, happy family? The big, happy, intergenerational family, which is... um, uh, And that doesn't mean picnics and all of that and once a year, right? Yeah, Right, right. So I cannot stress enough that there needs to be some leadership around this. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see with management is that they're willing to invest, you know, sometimes a lot of money in occasional or or regular team building efforts, but then they don't do anything in between to leverage the the learnings and the epiphanies that, that come from those team building events. And when I have a client with an intergenerational workforce, I suggest that the client let the groups themselves design and suggest the team building outings, keeping in mind the following. One, everyone must be able to participate. And two, the team building outing must encourage personal or professional growth. It's a little bit of a framework, but having that little framework makes it a lot harder for groups to select team building events. But that's right. I was going to say, it's, 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 that really requires a lot of thinking and planning. Yes. But see, it also encourages deeper, more meaningful conversations among the people tasked with selecting the outing. So for example, let's say one quarter you let the warriors decide on the focus of the next team build, building event. Well, you know warriors, they're, they're going to be all hopped up on going whitewater rafting. But wait, wait, we have, oh, we have two people in wheelchairs. So the warriors have to come up with an alternate plan. Next quarter, maybe you let the mentors choose and they decide they they want the team to go volunteer at an animal rescue. But, oh, wait, wait, we've got 10 people who are allergic to cats. So think about the conversations these groups are going to have to have with each other in order to come up with something that's inclusive of everyone. And because you will always have all ages within these grouped communication styles, the people continue to work together, they continue to learn from each other, and they collaborate with each other on an ongoing basis. And it's just a very organic way to give people time together, which we know time together is the ingredient that really helps form human bonds and nurtures empathy. And that can really help bridge those generational divides as well. Wow, a lot of information. Thank you very much. Folks, our guest today has been Janice Holly Booth, who is the founder and CEO of the Team Building Kit. Janice, thank you so much for coming today and sharing the concepts of trying to create the happy family in the multi-generational workplace. Thank you. Fred, it was a pleasure, and thank you for the work you're doing. It's very important. Thank you for visiting with us. We welcome your comments and suggestions and look forward to having you join us soon at Workplace Strategies.